Hey all of my positive makers out there. Before we get going into this episode, I just want to share with you guys an opportunity that I have for you that I would like to present to you. I have put a lot of time, energy, and all of me into a mastermind course that is eight weeks long that I believe is a part of a way for me to live out my purpose. This mastermind is called Becoming Self-Full to Self-Flowing. It is an eight-week course. It is a mastermind. It is a community building. It is going to be filled with utilized tools for you to honestly go on a self-discovery trip to become the best version of you as you step in to who you were all meant to be and really live the life that you are designed to live. So if you are interested, please reach out to me. You can email me at axford-c at hotmail.ca. That is A-X-F-O-R-D-C at hotmail.ca. Or reach out to my Instagram. It is at SparkplugWellness. DM me. Message me. Also, there's a link in my bio. I would love for you guys to join. The first one starts September 6th. And it will be running for eight weeks. And then it will go again. I hope to see you guys there. Now, let's get going to this incredible episode. It's Positive Spark Plug time, and I'm your host, Candice, and I am so fired up for you guys today, for I have the Chief Dream Diver, Ira Davis, in the house, and I'm just so pumped because he is going to light you guys up. He is a man of purpose, and he just fills this episode with motivation, inspiration, and hands-on ways to truly dive for your dream and to become the person you were chosen and given to be from God and who you were meant to be. And this episode is honestly just filled with absolutely everything from him being in the army to learning his purpose to filming to creating his own production company to all that is to come with all that is Ira Davis and I'm just so excited that he shared it with you guys and me and let's get diving hi ira how are you i'm good thank you so much for having me i appreciate it i am so excited to have you on uh i've been wanting to have you as a guest since hearing you on todd durkin's uh podcast your energy your your value your insights your inspiration just 
you know, fired me right up. And I was just like, I need to get him on. And then because of that, I did what you kind of were announcing in Todd's uh, podcast was to dive into your dreams. And so I did that and I asked you and well, you're here. So this is so exciting. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure. So I want you right now have become known as the chief dream diver. You are a man of helping people really discover deep down what their dreams are and how to really just dive into achieving and accomplishing those. But I want to get to know a little bit of who you were before this crazy name came about where now everybody's hollering and calling for you and wanting your coaching. Yeah, wow. What a what a question. I don't know if they're quite hollering yet, but uh we're we're, we're getting there, God willing. So, oh, who yeah. was I who was I prior to becoming the Chief Dream Diver? Um well, um I was a I was a United States Marine for about 10 years and uh I joined the Marine Corps because uh I was a Marine Corps ROTC cadet in high school and that was probably the only thing that I really excelled at. Um education wasn't my thing. Sports, I, I thought I was good enough, but I wasn't good enough, right? I had that dream, but that wasn't it. Um, and so as an ROTC cadet, I was, I was more or less, um, phenomenal at it. And so I wanted to go in the Marine Corps because I didn't know what else to do with my life. So, uh, being somebody who was young and purpose lost, um, yeah. the Marine Corps would pay me on the first and 15th to, uh, stay lost in the South. And so that's what I did for about 10 years. I was a drill instructor. Um, uh, husband and uh father and uh so yeah that that's what it was that's who I was before uh this new kind of season in my life so what um what was it in the military that uh made you decide that it was time to remove yourself from that kind of career yeah so <laughs> coincidentally enough it wasn't me who decided to remove myself it was, oh, okay. it was the circumstances that removed me from the situation. And, you know, sometimes oh, okay. sometimes that has to happen in order for us to become the people we need to be um, because we get so connected to what we think we want, uh, yeah. what, we, what we know that works, that if something doesn't come along to make us shift, that we'll stay connected to the wrong thing for a lifetime and miss out on who we were supposed to be. So what happened was, as a drill instructor, I got kicked off of that duty for being a wild man, right? For training recruits a little bit too hard, right? Being a little bit too passionate. And so they literally kicked me off that duty. So um I had never been in trouble at any point in my Marine Corps career up until that point. And yeah. at that point I was nine, eight, nine years in. And so that was a big deal to get kicked uh, off of that um, special duty assignment. And so yeah. because of and so because of that, um uh, when it came time for me to get promoted uh, and the war was over, the Marine Corps was getting rid of uh any Body who had any negative paperwork at any time in their career. And so wow. I just happened to, happened to fall into that bracket. And, um, they gave me a notice and they said, Hey, listen, we're giving you three months to pack your bags. You and your family got to roll out. This will no longer be the place where you'll be employed. Um, and so from June to August, I believe it was June to August 27th, that was the time that I was given to, to figure out what I would do with the rest of my life. And so, um, yeah, so, I didn't make that decision. It was made for me, but it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. 
So what, you know, in the moment of time where you're so used to, you know, a certain career, like you said, you know, first in the 15th, I get paid, I do my due diligence every day, it's the same kind of routine exercise. How did that shift your perspective? And what did you decide to do in order to, you know, make a new life for yourself? Because like you said, you're a husband, you have a wife, that's a big shock. And from leaving the military to come into civilization, there's a there's a difference. And there's a there's a culture shock there. So how was that for you? And like, what strategies did you use to, you know, get yourself moving forward? Yeah, no, culture shock is not even the word. I don't even think there's a word. It's like being re, it's like being born as an infant and just thrown out into the world because, oh, really? Eh? Uh, be- because the military is a, is a bubble within itself, right? You know, from, from your pay to your housing to your health care to your, what you do for a living, the activity, right? It's, it's a bubble. And so many, many folks who join the military join at 18. So they yeah. never got to experience civilian life as an adult outside of the military so your whole life is connected to the structure that everything is already provided so it was it was it was it was hard but i i needed it to prepare me for who i am today and so when i found out that i wasn't going to be promoted candace uh depression started sinking in right i'm a husband yep a father i have two young boys under the age of five years old and no savings account uh, my, my degree wasn't finished and I had no idea what I was born to do. And so now I had to figure out a way to provide for my family and also not to become, uh, a victim of, uh, of the rat race all over yeah. again. So I went to go see this therapist on base and, and, um, uh, I sat on the therapist couch for about five days and I cried my eyes out, right? You know, I'm a big, you know, black buff black dude, right? I'm like five, eight sitting on his couch and I'm just crying. Like somebody just chopped my foot off. And yeah. I said, I said, listen, doc, you have to help me. I'm a grown man with a wife and two kids. I have no idea what I'm going to do to take care of my family, let her know what I was put on this earth to do. But I know I feel like I was put here to do something greater, but I've never been able to actually do anything great with my hands. Can you help me? And so we talked, Candace, and, you know, after a couple of days, he came back to me. And he said, listen, Sergeant Davis, I believe you were put on this earth to inspire people down to their bones to go after their dreams. He's like, I don't know what that means for you, whether you speak or write a book. He said, but the way that you talk about making an impact and inspiring Marines, when you talk about that part of your journey, you yeah. light up, you light up like a light bulb. But when you talk about everything else about the job as a Marine, you turn into this like hermit, this shell. And he said, what I can tell from you was that the Marine Corps was not a natural fit for your personality and your character. But you found ways to insert who you are into the job duty to help you be successful. And so if you don't see anything else, this may be a blessing for you because you've been trying to force yourself to fit somewhere you don't fit. And so what I had to do to get myself out of that, Candace, is really take a deep look at who I was, where I was going, what I was called to do. And really, because I'm a man of faith, man, really seek God for my life and say, okay. I know you call me to do something extraordinary. Yeah. How, how do I find those pieces? How do I put those pieces together? And how do I keep moving forward, even in the face of adversity, even when I don't know what's coming next, right? I, I don't have the skills to walk out of the Marine Corps and get a job. Um, yeah. 
in anything that I would want to do. Uh, I don't have a savings that can last me, at, you know, years and decades. I don't have the education where I can just go in and, you know, ask for this. So, so where do we go from here? And it took a series of prayers, coaching, uh, community, consistency, um, trial and effort, work ethic and repetition. Um, refusing to stay where I was because I knew there was something greater for my life. So when, when was it that you had that like epiphany, that, that spark where it was like, I'm, where your name came about the chief dream diver when was that like that spark that epiphany where it's like yeah that's that's who i am that makes sense yeah love it yeah great question so you know um about um almost three months on the dot to when i found out i was getting forced out Oh, okay. my local leaders and so let me let me tell you this story my local leadership at the battalion level, so my battalion commander, my battalion sergeant major, they also read the letter from what we call headquarters Marine Corps, which was, you know, where home base is for the entire Marine Corps, where they make all the political decisions for everybody. Okay. And one of those decisions was, hey, because of your past, we you're not getting promoted, we got to force you out, right? But my local level leadership, uh, my local unit said, man, listen, you're one of the greatest Marine sergeants and NCOs that we've ever had the ability to lead. At this point, they had been in, you know, 20 years plus. Um, headquarters Marine wow. Corps, they don't know you personally, but we do. We do. Yeah. And we want you to create a course from scratch for our Marine Corporals, which is the first level of leadership in the Marine Corps, right? So okay. imagine this. Imagine this, Candace. I'm getting kicked out by headquarters Marine Corps, but my local leadership is saying, hey, man, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? So... <laughs> being stuck between these two worlds, right? And so yeah. they asked me to create this course where I would be in charge of inspiring the first generation of Marine Marine leaders to learn how to lead and mentor okay. guide, right? So I'm in charge of the course, teaching these corporals, but I'm also in charge of the instructors, right? Who are my peers who will be also teaching it. So I'm up one morning, it's like 2 a.m. I'm in my closet. It's a walk-in closet. That's my office, you guys. That's, <laughs> that's, that's where it's all started, in my walk-in closet. I had a little small corner desk. It was pitch black. It was 2 a.m. in the morning, and I'm on YouTube looking up something to inspire these Marines to be great. Uh, and I type in motivational videos, and lo and behold, all these videos come up. I had no idea what personal development was, no, cl no clue, right? Yeah. So I find the first video is Eric Thomas, and then it's John Maxwell, then it's Les Brown, and then this skydiving video comes on Canvas. And I'm like, what? what? What kind of algorithm is this? How do we go from motivation to skydiving, right? And so I'm watching this skydiving video and I start getting short of breath like I'm in the air with these guys. And so because I'm a man of faith, I pull back and I pray. And I said, yes. okay, God, I said, God, what are you saying? He's like, this is the mantra that I want you to spend the rest of your life teaching the world how to die for a dream that's bigger than himself. And I want you to call it dream diving. I'm like, okay, what? He's like, see, most people, most people try to climb their way to success. But the problem is, is you can't see the vision or the dream that's on top that I've shown you. So how can you get to somewhere that you can't see? He said, I want you to spend your life telling people that they got to get their feet off of the ground, go to 13,000 feet and dive headfirst into the dream that I've shown them for their lives. He said, you can't, it can't be a jump because when you jump, you go feet first and you can't see yeah. where I'm taking you. It can't be a leap of faith because a leap is a short-term expression of your faith. Like, okay, I'm going to leap in. If this works, I'll stay. If not, I'm going to leap back out. 
right? And go back yeah. to my regularly scheduled program. He said, but when you dive head first into something, your mind, body, heart, and soul follows where you're going. When you dive out of a plane, quote unquote, you can't go backwards. You're going all no. in. The problem with the other perspectives is if I'm climbing the mountain of success, we heard that, right? If I'm climbing the mountain of success, when I get tired or disappointed or depressed, I can stop or B, I can go back down the mountain, right? Yeah. So when, when you dive into a dream, there is no going back. You're no. putting faith into action and you, now you are committed to doing the thing that you've been called to do. So when, when God told me, hey, listen, I'm giving you the title of the chief dream diver. It's not a title. It's a responsibility. I'm sending you on a worldwide crusade to be a, a lifeguard, quote unquote, to start rescuing people who are stuck living an unfulfilled life, who I have put greater purpose and God-sized dreams on the inside of them. So this is the responsibility. It's not something that should just be looking, you know, look cute next to your name or yeah. on your desk. This is a responsibility. The chief dream diver says, I want you to spend the rest of your life going down this journey and changing people's lives. And I'll be there with you every step of the way. Oh, that is, that is such a beautiful story. And God works in such magical ways. He, he truly is good. He's so, he's so good. Um, I want to, I want to talk about, so now you've, you've gotten this, you know, this amazing word from God of what you're, you're, you're meant to be doing and you're working on a leadership course. How did you bring in to your course how people can dive into leadership and what is leadership? Yeah, no, great question. So, um, it, it was a while between the time that I got that revelation of who I was supposed to be until I actually started walking it out in the way that I'm walking it out now. And okay. so I, I want everybody who's listening right now to understand the day you get a dream is not the day you execute or the day that you arrive at the moment where you're ready to become who you've been called to be. It's called process. You, yeah. you, you must live a life, man, that, that will evolve and help you become the person that's worthy of the work that you have been called to do. And so I too had to go through that process, right? The day, that I heard what God said was not the day that it all manifested in my life. And so it took, I'm six years going on seven years into the journey. And I, okay. can, I can tell you in the last year, the fruits of the seeds that I planted for the past six years are just now starting to show up. Right. And they're coming all there. They're coming from all over the place, but it was processed. And so for me, you asked what, what leadership is to me. Leadership you know, John Maxwell says leadership is influence, but I also think that leadership is influence that is directed by a motivated cause, right? And um, so for me, is understanding that leadership is not about your title, it's not about your role, it's about rallying a group of people together for the right cause, for the right reasons, and helping pull everybody together on the same page making sure everybody's in the right position so they can function at the peak capacity so that we can go out and change lives together. To me, that's what leadership is. It's putting your personal needs on the shelf so that you can be the greatest cheerleader and the greatest role model to the people who will actually go out and build the dream 
uh, perfect the dream, carry the dream, yeah. and, and change people's lives. Wow, I like that. I really like how you mentioned that you know, the day that you, you get your called upon of what your purpose is, is not that it's, it's the day really where it all starts to begin. Now, I know for some people that is a really exciting moment, but the excitement can start to fade, like you said, if they're not starting to see the gratifications from their, their laboring. So what can somebody do or how can somebody help themselves stay in the game and keep reconnecting themselves back to that purpose. You know, when the world is starting to get crazy, when they're not starting to notice those gains right away, how can somebody really just allow themselves to collect themselves and get back into, you know, their purpose driven so that that excitement is there again? Ooh, I love this question. So many, so many answers to this. Number one, stop focusing on money. Let me just let me just put that flag down right now. If, yeah. if, if, if you, if what you're doing is money motivated, that's not purpose. I want you to hear me clearly. Do not chase money and call it purpose is not the same thing. Okay. Yes. When you, when you take what your purpose is and attach it to the right systems, you can make money and you can do very well for yourself. Um, but that's not everybody's trajectory. But if you were chasing money and you were calling that your why, you were absolutely dead wrong. Okay. And so I don't want to apologize for saying that. I will never apologize for saying that because that's, that's a pet peeve of mine. So excuse me. I want to get off my soapbox, but chasing money is not your why. Okay. Number, number two, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay inspired when you're pursuing purpose and you don't see fruits right away? Number one, you have to understand that all great things take time. Anything great takes time. Anything that's good for you takes time, right? Uh, fast food, it's not healthy for you. It's fast. Yeah. Cooking is more healthier for uh, you. It takes time. Anything that takes time means that it takes, it, it, it's going through the process to be developed, to develop itself, to develop you, right? There are things that need to happen in you before you can become the man or woman who is capable, who has the muscle to carry the purpose that you have been called to. If it was a little thing you had been called to do, of yep. course you would be doing it in an instant. But if it's bigger than you, you have to become the right person. Like who I am today, you would not recognize yep. this guy six years ago. Like there were glimpses of me. Yeah. Right. You know how you ever seen glitter on somebody's face and you see a little sparkle when they walk by? Yep. There were glimpses of who I am. But I was not, I was not me yet. What was in me wasn't, it hadn't manifested on me and through me yet. And so if I would have tried to step into the fullness of what I knew I'd been called to do, I would have aborted the dream. And so, so many people go from dream to dive and they abort the dream for their life, the purpose for their life, because they missed preparation. Preparation is key to your success because it get, like I said, it gives you the muscles, backbone, the stamina, the experience, the wherewithal, the the courage to be able to stand in what you've been called to do when the fruits start arising. Like if yeah. I wouldn't have done all of that work, I wouldn't be ready to be on your show today. Yes. Like what I know now, the way I can spit it out to you now is because on the, in the days, years and months 
that my dream and my purpose did not manifest in front of me. I was every day I was waking up in my book of dreams, writing down my purpose and my dreams and the reason for what I do and an affirmation and my goals verbatim every single day, every single day. Like, you know, the way you know your social security number or maybe your driver's license number or your home address. That is how I know my purpose. That is how I know my dreams. And so it's in this process between finding out what your purpose is and actually being able to touch it, taste it, feel it. It's preparation. And that is so critical um, to your journey of becoming the right man or woman to do the work. So if you're out there and you're listening and say, hey, listen, I know what my purpose is and I've been working and I've been hustling and I've been bustling, I've been busting my butt and I don't see the tangible results. It's, it's, it takes time for for an orange to go from seed to ripe fruit. It takes time for you to become who you're supposed to be. Uh, there's a scripture that I love, my favorite scripture, Ephesians 4.1, that says, live a life worthy of the calling for which you have been called. Not live a day, not live a season, but live a life worthy of that calling. Because you never know when coach is going to say, hey, I've been, I've seen you in the gym shooting a thousand shots. I've seen your work ethic. I've seen your attitude. I've seen you encourage other people, even though you were riding the bench. I've seen you show up, even though you didn't know that if we would have an extra jersey for you. I've seen you show up consistently. Now, now I can put you in the game because I know what you're made of. I've seen you put in the work. I saw your bicep go from tiny to big, right? You know, metaphorically, I've seen you put in the work. And so guys, if if you want to see fruit in the area of your purpose, you have to be willing to get up every day and do the work when nobody knows your name, when nobody knows your name. If yes. you have to be willing, you have to be willing to send out the podcast requests when you don't know what they're going to say. You yes. have to be willing yes. to take incremental steps of faith every single day until, um, until your phone starts ringing, you know, you, you got to be willing to do it. And I'm telling you, I'm not telling you this because I think I'm, I'm greater than you. I'm telling you every day of this journey, I wanted to quit. Can I just be real, Candace? Yeah. Your podcast? Every day of the journey, I wanted, I wanted to quit because I'm like, okay, God, either I'm crazy or you're crazy, right? <laughs> either I'm crazy or you're crazy because what I'm doing right now to the outside person, you have to be an absolute nutcase to keep going but that's what purpose and god-sized dreams do for you they they give you something greater to pursue with your life than just a check and and so if you're out there listening keep going keep going what are what i love that i love that you were so real with that that you you know every day you wanted to quit was there is there a certain thing that you like say that you you do to kind of like snap yourself out of that moment of feeling of like okay I want to quit or do some of those days like last the whole entire day like and how do you kind of switch that mindset so it's like no today's just it's just right now it's just this moment tomorrow's going to be a new day how do you flip that switch so that it's not dragging on one hour a day two days three days and then you end up quitting yeah so. There's a couple of there's a couple of things that I do, and it depends on the severity of of how I feel, right? And and so so most people who you see 
you know, out living their purpose and their dreams are, are not going to be this transparent with you, right? Because they want you to believe that every day is a, is a million dollar emotional day. And that's not yeah. true. No. Because when you have a God sized dream, you know, one, one, one hour, you can be like, yes, this is great. I'm about to change the world. I can't wait. And the next hour, you're like, oh my God, what, have, what have I done? What am I doing? I don't have enough. I'm not enough. I, I can't do this on my own. And then the I very, need to save. <laughs> right, right, right. And then the very next second, you're like, yes, let's go. I can't wait. Right. And so you go on this emotional roller coaster of, I can't believe I get to do this with my life. Still, I can't believe I committed my life to this. Um, I don't care how successful you become. That is a daily, constant emotional roller coaster. Um, but it's, I'd rather be on that roller coaster pursuing what I know I was put here to do than to be on a roller coaster saying, man, my life is dull, boring, and sad. Yes. Even though I have a million dollars in the bank, uh, what, what good am I to society, to the world around me, right? And so what do I do on those days where I, I feel defeated in moments? Number one, I pray. Um, number two, uh, I remind myself of the Dream Divers Creed, right, which says I am a dream diver. Uh, the dream I feel in my heart and the dream I see in my head is the dream that I will aim for with my life. I will change the world. I'm only one dive away. Um, I say that. I to, love that. Yeah, I, I say that to myself constantly. Um, and then what I do is I go back and look at my past work. And it reminds me of, hey, man, you have exactly what you need for this moment. You have exactly what you need to tackle this beast. That's right in front of you right now because you did it before and you thought it was impossible then. But also remember, as a dream diver, you're not attached to yourself in the dive. You're attached to the dream giver, which is which is God. And so he's going to land you right where you need to be. So stop being afraid. Control what you can control and let God do the rest. Because at the end of the day, if you could do it on your own, it wouldn't be a God sized dream. It would be an Ira Davis dream. And there's no yeah. such thing. It'd be a goal. It'd be a task. And so because it's bigger than you, understand that you can only do what you can do. Number two, understand that a God-sized dream requires a dream team. If you, yeah. can, do it on, if you can do it on your own, it's a, it's a goal. It's a task. It's not, it's not a God-sized dream. Uh, and then uh, what, I, what I like to do is, is listen to some inspirational music that helps me dream outside of the scope of the current situation that I'm in. Right. I'm a very inspirational score kind of a guy. Um, yes. number one, because I'm a, I'm a filmmaker, but, but number two, that's just a part of me. Uh, it helps me really get into that movie mindset of, Hey, anything is possible. Put yourself in a different lane, a different headspace, uh, and, and then approach it from a different angle. And then on the days where I really feel, I start looking through my Rolodex on people who I can just pour into their lives. Hey, let me just send this person a text and encourage them because I know what they're working on. I know what they're going through. I know what their struggles are. So at the core of who I am, I'm a dream development coach, right? Yeah. And so there's nothing comes easier to me than coaching somebody, right? So on the days where my filmmaking seems a little too heavy, seems a little too hard, seems a little too impossible, I find somebody to pour into. I find somebody to coach. Um, so, those, yeah. so those are some of my tips and techniques. But also earlier in my journey, it was about, uh, coaching and community, right? Having a coach, having a community who is going in the yeah. same direction, 
who could lift me up, empower me, keep hold me accountable, um, who can tell me to snap out of it, right? When I when I started shooting myself in the foot. Right? Yes. So all of these different things, and I think you have to have a plethora of mechanisms because just like anything, uh, you become a, accustomed to one way, and you start yeah. building. You know, you you hit a plateau where that one thing that you used to use to pull you out of it no longer works because your body becomes immune to it. So you got to have a bunch of different ways that really uh, snaps you out of that thing. Yes. I love that you mentioned, you you know, if if it's a God-sized dream, it, you have to have a team. And besides the man up above, how important is it for you to really search for people that are in your connection and your energy not to, you know, create your goal for you, but help move the needle and help move everything in the the manner and the purpose-driven way that you guys are all going. And, like, what do you look for in a team? Yeah, no, that's a great question. First of all, I never want to bring anybody onto my team whose purpose and dream does not intersect and connect and interlock with where I'm going. Because I believe, okay. for me, for me, I believe that's selfish. Yes. Help me build this thing while I keep you stuck in the thing that I'm trying to get everybody else out of. Makes no sense, right? It's hypocritical. Yeah. So if you want to come be a part of this team, my first question for you is, what's your dream? My second question for you is, what do you feel like your purpose is? And most people don't have a concrete answer on that, right? But you can get a general sense for where people's head and their heart is. And so yeah. what, I, what I try to do with my team is I actually walk them. I try to walk them through the process that I take clients through. Right. Where I help them discover their purpose, unlock their dreams. Um, so that way they can make sure that being connected to this is not going to sidetrack them from doing what they were put on this earth to do. Yeah. I want you. I want you to fulfill your purpose and your dreams interlocking with what the company is doing, what, what I'm doing. And if not or if it ever changes, you got to come to me and be honest, because. This is not about building an Ira Davis thing. This is bigger than me, right? We're building a global and international thing. And so if this no longer fits with where you're going, I'm okay with that. I need you to go get connected to a company, a purpose-driven, mission-driven company, or create your own so you can do what you've been called to do. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't want you to get to heaven and use the excuse of, well, I was helping, I was helping Ira in his thing. That's why I never got to do my thing. No, sir. Yeah. No, ma'am. That's not the excuse. I want you to fulfill your purpose while we connect. So whether you're one of my executives or whether you're uh, a crew member on the teams that I have, uh, I, I want to make sure your head and your heart is in the right place. Because if not, if somebody is creating or attached to what you are building and they don't have the right motives, they won't be able to shape it yes. and promote it and indulge in it and to bathe in it and to love it the way that it needs to be loved for the impact to be felt on all angles. I don't yes. care who you are. If you, if I'm making the film and you're my sound guy, I want to know where your head is. Why do you want to be a part of a project like this? What does it mean to you in your life? Because when you show up on set, if we're making a documentary and you're running sound for me, you're going to make sure that that microphone hits because yeah. you know what, you know what's about to come out of their mouth and you know whose ears it's about to go into, right? It's yeah. different. It's different if you just showing up to get a check. It's, it's different, right? Yeah. And so it's just, it's the same way across the board. And so what I look for is people 
who want to change the world and help people discover their purpose and unlock their dreams in whatever skill set that they bring to the table. And I'm not always out actively looking for people. It's yep. people it's people who have seen me, heard me, or yeah, seen me or heard me over the internet or in person who get connected to me and they start seeing how I live. Like I really live this. I'm not just on a microphone saying this. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing about my team is on both sides, my studio and my coaching company, all of these people have seen me in real life up close for several years before they ever came to say, hey, you know what, man, there's something about this that I feel drawn to connect into, right? Um, some of them have seen me for six years, five years, four years, all seven years, and they finally say, you know what? I didn't know what it was, but now I know what it is. This is something I need to be connected to. And chances are the people you're looking for, you know, and I'm talking to the people out there listening to your podcast, the people you're looking for, they're already interviewing you because they're already in your life in some way, shape or form or capacity. So you can talk all that good game or, or you know, on the Internet, on your social media. But the yeah. people who really are going to be the ones connected to you, helping you, they're already around you, probably in some way, shape. Like people on my team, they were my son's football coaches. They were uh, I went to school with them. Yeah. Like these people had the opportunity to see me when I wasn't in the light. And yeah. they saw that they saw that my lifestyle was one and the same with who the chief dream diver is and, and will be. And so that's what drew them in to say, man, you ain't just blowing smoke. I see how you treat your wife. I see how you treat your kids. I see how you do business even when the phone wasn't ringing. Yeah. I've, 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 matter of fact, I saw you. This is year six, seven. I saw you at year two and three. And you had the same fire even when there were no results. Man, uh, what can, what can I do? What like let me this is how powerful this. I have people on my team who are literally tithing. You know how you tithe to, to your church, right? Yep. I have people on my team who are literally tithing to the company because they believe wow. in it that much, right? That's incredible. That's that is incredible. That, that's what I say. That's incredible, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about how you receive and accept your work. So I know you do film. How do you accept projects? Because are you a man of you? Ha it has to align with your purpose or do you just jump? And then also, how do you turn that in not only with your film but for your coaching like how do you is it any client who comes you're cool grab them and that's coach or are you looking for specific individuals and specific projects within both of those careers and like how do you choose oh yeah i'm very specific i'm very specific because I, i'm almost uh brain surgery specific like like okay. if you have a like if you have a brain injury, yeah, like you're not just going to the regular ER or to no. a, or to a pediatric surgeon or to a hand surgeon. You 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 want the best. What do they call them? Neurosurgeons. You want to Neuro, the best yeah, neurosurgeon you can find um, because you know that he or she has spent their life studying and mastering the art of all things brain related. And that's what I believe my calling is. Is purpose and God's size dreams specific. So when it comes to the films, my studio, 412 Studios, our only goal is to create films that coach, period. Okay. 
We want to create films that inspire people to die for their dreams to impact the world. If it is outside of that lane, uh, we are not the company for you. It doesn't matter if you bring me $2 billion. I will not touch it if it does not fit that mold because I understand that I have a specific lane that I'm supposed to operate in. And with that, and with that lane and that lens, lives will be changed. Hearts will be transformed and, and things will never be the same for people who put their eyes on what we do. Okay. So I'm very specific. Um, in my coaching, I'm very specific as well too. I want to know that you are ready to make a true change and transformation in who you are and where you're going. And I coach people who are at different stages of the journey. So some people come to me and they have just started feeling the shift in their heart. Hey, I'm working this job. I run this business. This has been about money and promotions and uh, keeping up with the Joneses and just surviving. Now I feel a shift in my heart. I know I'm supposed to be doing something bigger. Can you help me? Boom. I coach those people. I coach the people who say, hey, listen, I, I kind of know what my purpose is. I kind of know what my dream is, but I'm stuck. Can you help yeah. me? And really, really, really. So I don't have to say I kind of know, but I really know. And can you help me kind of start turning that into something? Either A, a purpose-driven business, or B, help me figure out what my actual purpose and dream is so I can go find a purpose-driven, mission-driven company to connect into as an entrepreneur, right? And then three, I work with extremely successful purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are like, hey, I'm already living on purpose. I'm already kicking butt. But, bro, I want you to help me to go from here to here. Uh, And there's something in you that just pulls out the great in me. And I want you to help me light the firecracker so I can explode. So I work with people at, at those three different parts of the journey. Um, but the biggest thing I'm looking for is number one is I want to see where, where your faith is in yourself in the process. What do you believe, uh, is important? I want to see that you're willing to take what I say and actually implement. Yes. I'm a guy. I, I don't like talking and not seeing transformation. Um, you know, I could take your money and talk and you not do nothing and keep taking your money, but I don't, I'm, I'm not about that life. I want to see you take what I could. It needs to be mutual, right? And so if you're paying me, but and listening to the information and not using it, then it's not mutual, right? I want you to take the information, digest it, use it and start taking steps toward where you're supposed to be. Uh, so that I know that the relationship is mutual. You're paying for value. I'm giving you value, but you're also taking the value and you're using it. Yes. Right? Because my dream is to create three million dream divers who are diving for their dreams, impacting the world each and every day, either as a purpose-driven entrepreneur or as a purpose-driven entrepreneur, right? Working within a company to explode the dream and vision, right? Yeah. And so if you're going to take the information and not do anything with it, you're not becoming a dream diver. You're, 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 you're becoming a dream hoarder, right? You're hoarding the information uh, for no for no apparent reason. But so we're very specific. Um, we want to work with people who see themselves as a pioneer, a visionary, or as a world changer. And right, you can be a world changer without being the entrepreneur. You can very well be the entrepreneur. I just did a podcast with a gentleman who works at a John Maxwell company, and he's the one who writes in John's voice in anything that's not a book. He's okay. writing so magazine articles, social media. He's writing it. And so he recognized that he wasn't the purpose of an entrepreneur. He was the purpose of an entrepreneur who got connected to a vision to explode it. And so uh, when I say world changer, I'm talking about those folks. Right. 
Um, yes. So, so very specific. And I encourage anybody out there, if you run a business, you need to be very specific with who you want to work with because you can be vanilla. You can, you can be the, the, the general surgeon. You can be yep. the ER doctor or you could be the neurosurgeon. Yeah. Right. And there's a difference. There's a difference in, in scale there. Oh yeah. It's a difference. And, um, people want to come to you because they know that you are the guy or the girl who is the this. Right. Right. Yeah. When I walk into, when I walk into some places, they're like, you're, you're the, you're the dream diver guy. I'm like, well, I, that's what I hear, but you know, uh, that's what some people say, but yep. you want people to know you for what you specialize in, um, because it, that matters. And when you specialize in something, people won't price shop you. They won't price shop you. They come to you because you're great at what you do. Doesn't matter yep. what it costs, how much it costs. If they got to get another job to get it, they want you because you are the man or the woman who is a general in what you do. Yes. I love that. I love that you said that, you know, somebody could, you know, even bring you $200 million or $2 billion and you would say no if it's not the right fit. And it led me to think it's because, it's obviously due to your values and your purpose that that has made you, you know, very concrete and, you know, only accepting what you what is, you know, fulfilling within um, propelling your your desire and your goals to help people. How are some of the ways people might know that they're not living within their purpose or their means? And how can they start tapping into themselves so that that can kind of get pulled out of them so that they can make that change if needed? So they are living with purpose and desire. Mm, great question. Candace, you got, you got some fire questions, girl. Um, how, how would they know if they're not living in their purpose? If you wake up and you dread going to work, no bueno, right? Chances are you're not doing what you were born to do. If, if you, if you absolutely dread it, can't stand it, it makes you weak in your knees. If you shed some tears about it, um, because you don't want to deal with the people, yes. the subject, the subject matter. If you find yourself in this unique position where you are extremely financially successful and wealthy and you can't find the, the, the inspiration within yourself to, to, to keep doing what you've been doing and you yep. feel like you just stuck waking up and there's nothing greater for you to reach out for. Chances are you are not living and working in the area of your purpose. And it, it's evident. It's clear when you are spot on, you don't have to question your decisions for going to do what you do. It, it fuels you. It drives you. The people around you know that it fuels you and it drives you. And people start looking to you in that area. And here's another, here's another one. Would you do it for free? Would, yes. you do it for, would you do it for free? Right? Would you do it for free? Doesn't matter how many people watch it, listen to it, buy it. Would you still show up every day and be like, yes. I, Thank God this is what I get to do every single day. Would you do it for free? Like, listen, it doesn't matter if somebody pays me a million or a dollar. I'm still showing up with the same fire because this is what I, this is what I do. 
right? I, I had a coaching client call me before, and I was in my bed sleeping in my boxers. And yeah. I answered the phone, and I said, let's go, right? Because this is what I do. I, I could do this in my sleep, right? I would do it for free if I could for the rest of my life. But unfortunately, I can't because I have a family and a team to grow, right? Yeah. And, and lives to impact, and that takes resources. But if you if you wouldn't do this for free, if you don't wake up excited to do it every day, if it doesn't make your heart sing and your soul smile and, and light you up from ear to ear, if you're not willing to evangelize about your cause, even when nobody's listening, even when everybody's listening, you are out of place and living below your capacity. So how can how can someone um you know, tapping within themselves or what are some strategies that somebody can do to like help get themselves out of that rut, that routine of feeling like, okay, I'm not in my purpose, but I, I don't really know what that is right now, or I kind of do, but how do I tap into feeling and, and having my energy more focused and driven towards getting myself out of this blah life that I'm living and stagnant life and start pursuing what I, what I feel might be my purpose. Yep. Great question. Number one, you have to make a decision that enough is enough. Period. You have to acknowledge that there's a shift happening in your heart and that you refuse to put a bandaid on something that needs surgery. That's number one. You have to make that decision. Yeah. Like, no, like nobody can make that decision for you. You have to be like, you know what? Uh, you know, kind of like when you get hungry enough, yeah. uh, or <laughs> like, you know, so I have kids, right? So sometimes kids will, you know, they have to use the bathrooms so bad, but they're holding and then yeah. they end up going. You have to get to the point where you have to go so bad where you start doing the dance, right? Where you, where you, when just waking up, going to work every day pisses you off so much because you know that life is not prompt. Tomorrow's not promised. Yes. And you do not want to die living an unfulfilled life below your capacity when you know you were born for greedy. Enough is enough. That's number one. <laughs> number two, you have to make a decision to go out and get the help that you need so you can figure out what your purpose is and unlock yeah. your dream. You can say enough is enough and still stay stuck. You yes. have to make a decision to put your time, energy, and money where your mouth is. Right. If I have a flat tire, it's not enough for me to get mad that I have a flat tire. I have to reach down into my pocket, grab some change and go get my tire replaced. If I'm, if I'm tired of wearing the same clothes, I have to reach down into my pocket, go to the mall, try on some clothes, purchase the clothes and make a change. So if yeah. you're tired of living the life that you're living, you have to get on the Internet. Go find somebody who can help you because clearly you can't help yourself in this. And, yep. and, and this is not being uh, mean, but I'm just, I want to be very clear. There are some things in your life that you are not equipped to help yourself with. Let's just yeah. be honest, right? Yes. I, I'm not a mechanic. I'm not a chef, right? Yep. I'm not a, I'm not a masseuse. I'm not a lawyer. There's some things in your life that you are not equipped to help you with. That's why there are other people in other professions who are, have been equipped and called to help you in the areas of your life. So you have to go find the help that you need in order for you to become who you need to be. And that's going to require you to part ways with some, with some monetary value because where you spend your money is where you value, right? Yes. Where you spend your money is in what you value. And so what I see is a lot of times 
is people want to change. They want to make a shift. They want to yep. discover their purpose. They want to unlock their dreams. But they value spending money on everything else other than the one thing in their life that makes the most difference, which is what they were born to do. Right. So hopefully that answers the question. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. Um, you, I want to, I have just a couple more questions for you, but where can my listeners find you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm all over the place, guys. You can, you can, if you're on Instagram, it's at dreamdiver.co. Um, that's the company. If you're uh, looking for my personal Instagram, it's at the chief dream diver. Okay. Uh, and if you're on Facebook, same exact thing. Uh, at dreamdiver.co or at the chief dream diver. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, just Ira Davis as well. We're on YouTube. You can go to dream diver on YouTube and find us there. Uh, if you're looking for studio stuff, right? If you're into production or, you know, if you're looking for films, you can find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook as well at 412 studios. And that's I V I I I studios on both of those platforms. And of course, my websites, um, which I'm sure you'll list, but www.dreamdiver.co okay awesome awesome thank you i have two questions for you what is next for ira davis what's what's the next big thing or what's the littlest little things that you're doing to get yourself uh out there and, and creating more impact and then i'll get to my final question after cool awesome so What's next right now, guys? There's a lot going on, and I want you to be a part of that. First of all, if you're listening, uh, go to my website, please, and and sign up for my email list. When you get there, you'll see it. Uh, it'll say sign up for your two free transformational videos. Um, when you when you sign up there, instantly I already have two transformational videos right there waiting for you on the thank you page. Oh, just nice. As, just as a thank you, I think one is like five minutes, one is like ten minutes, and they're going to do something for you and meet you right where you are in the moment, okay? After that, you'll be attached to my email list. You're going to get all the goodies, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the documentaries, the podcast episodes. You're going to get everything right there. Uh, and then you're going to get offered an exclusive into one of my groups that you can't find anywhere on my website unless you're on my email list. So make sure you do that, okay? I want to stay connected to you. I want to be your biggest cheerleader, period. Yes. Period. I want to be your biggest cheerleader. That's my job. That's my role, okay? What's next, though? Hey, I'm super excited about this. We're working on something called Dream Diver TV. Dream Diver TV is going to be the number one streaming documentary network for big dreamers, right? So you think about Netflix streaming network or HBO streaming network. This yeah. is going to be an exclusive network of all original, real, raw, and transformational films for people like you and I and your listeners who say, hey, listen, I have a big dream. I have a huge purpose, but I want to watch stories that fuel the fire. Yeah. Not just, not just things that make me, you know, feel entertained, but I want to go the distance. I want to learn how people did it who were stuck just like I was when I was, as I'm in the process of doing something bigger than myself. Like I've read their book, I've listened to their podcast, but I want to come into their life. And yeah. See see what that was like and not just a talking head interview of them telling me what I've already heard I want to I want to see it in real time I want to talk to their wives I want to talk to their you know business partners who knew them when they were broken and and hurting and struggling like we want to talk to the who's who's we want to make films about the people next door that you've never heard of 
who were sacrificing it all to make an impact in their local communities. So this is going to be a documentary network specifically for people who say, man, time out. I'm ready to go to 13,000 feet and die for my dreams. And I need content that's going to be jet fuel for me as I do what I've been called to do. So we're working on that right now, um, creating content for it. So the way it works is Dream Diver TV is owned by my coaching company, the Dream Diver okay. But 412 Studios, my production company, creates the actual films that go into Dream Diver TV. Okay. So both of my companies work together to accomplish this, the same exact purpose, mission, and dream. All yes. right. Um, so that's what's coming next, guys. And if you want to get the updates on when that's coming and how that's moving along and how you can be a part of it, when you sign up for my email list at www.dreamdiver.co, you're going to get all the goodies and all the info on how you be, you can become a beta member, right? Which is you get first access and first entry when we start rolling out these films months before they come out on, on the mainstream. Uh, if you have a story that needs to be told about you going from where you were to where you are now that will inspire other people who have a purpose and a dream to impact the world, I need you to email me at support at dreamdiver.co. And we'll do our best to to dive deep into your story to see if it's something that fits with the story that we're the stories we're trying to tell. If if you want to donate or give to production, yes, email us support at dreamdiver.co. If you want to give some resources to help us creating this game changing network, email me support at dreamdiver.co, and uh, so we can uh, blow the roof off of this concept and change the world for the better. So that's what's coming next. Dream Diver TV. Oh, that, uh, that sounds phenomenal. I'm fired up for it. That's exciting. That is so exciting. And I'm, I'm cheering for you and your team. I'm, <laughs> I'm you. a huge cheerleader of you and all that you're doing. That's amazing. My final question for you is what is your perspective on positivity? Hmm. I have something that we call here. It's called Dream Diver DNA. Okay. Dream Diver DNA. And I believe that positivity is a part of that. It's a part of that formula. It's a part of that formula. And the only way for you to truly be positive in your life is to be headed in a direction that will allow you to make an impact in other people's lives. Whenever you start living for yourself, positivity goes out of the door because you become selfish. You become self-motivated. And so... Positivity means no matter what happens, no matter what life throws at you, no matter how bad the waves get while you're on the boat, no matter how many times you get knocked off the motorcycle, it means that you're going to get back up, dust yourself off and go at it again because what's in front of you is bigger than what just happened to you or what happened in the past. And so I think positivity is an essential ingredient for living a fulfilled life. Uh, that is, it's a requirement. It's a requirement. You can't do good in the world and be negative. It's impossible, yeah. right? Those are two ma those are two opposite ends of a magnet. Yes. They, rep they repel each other. So if you want to radiate radiate light, love, and and impact and inspiration on the earth, positivity must be the thing that you take a shower in every morning before you step out of your front door. So uh, for all of you, positivity. Uh, you know, saying pursuing individuals listening to the show right now. And I know you are. That's why you're here. Uh, because Candace is your is your fearless leader. Right. 
you must take a bath in positivity every day. Renew your mind in it, and it will direct your path. Woo! That was good. That was powerful. I like that. That was, thank you. That was, that was so fantastic. I love that. Ira, thank you so very much for joining me, dropping wisdom nuggets all over the place in this last hour. I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so very much. Um, I truly appreciate you, you know, seeing a, a, a DM and, you know, taking that that opportunity to really make me um, shed some light on myself on, on feeling that need to just dive into, into my own goals and, you know, dive into asking the, the guests that, you know, fire me up and, and I believe are good for my listeners. So thank you so much for, you know, giving me this opportunity because it's, it really has shifted my perspective also on just, you know, taking that dive. And um, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. No, thank you. Let me say this to your listeners. Yeah, I want to say this to you in front of your listeners. Candice, I believe that God wants to do something incredible through your life. And, and your podcast is just one stepping stone for him to explode your influence and your creativity. So no matter what happens, no matter how many times you get knocked down or how big the giant seems, you, you run at it with everything that you have in your heart. Just know that you're not running alone, that you have an army of people behind you and you have a guy that's in front of you. And no matter how big the dream gets, just know that you are built for this journey. And I, and I pray that God will open up some doors for you in the next six months that you didn't even have on your paper for yourself. And that you will have to just give him the credit and just sit back and smile and be as positive as you are. And that things will go from where they are now to a greater level. And you'll begin to see the seeds of your process come to life right in front of you. Uh, so thank you so much for having me. This was an honor for me to join you and all of your listeners and podcast positivity listeners. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, uh, I'm personally offended because this is a show you need to be subscribed to. If you're not on her email list or whatever she has, you better get connected because this young lady is taking you places and you need to be connected because where she goes, she's going to take you with her. So thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, thank you so very much. You have an excellent rest of your day and we will be in contact. Awesome. Oh, man, I just absolutely loved, loved, loved my time chatting with Ira. Man, he just, uh, oh, something about his energy just filled my soul. It was just such a purposeful conversation and just such a, a deep conversation and I absolutely loved it and I hope you guys did too. I hope you guys took something away from it and if you guys did, please let us know. Let us know what you guys thought of this episode by tagging us in the socials. On Instagram, it is the chief, at the chief dream diver for Ira Davis and for myself it is at Sparkplug Wellness. Go hit us up. Let us know what you guys think. 
Also, please, please, please rate and review the podcast. It truly does help get the value that my guest shares out there to more listeners and it helps let me know that I'm on the right track to providing you guys, my amazing listeners, all that you guys really want to hear. So please rate and review. Also let me and Ira know what you guys thought of this episode and once again, thank you guys so much. Whether this is your first episode, your 10th episode, or if you've listened to all of my episodes, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I truly love and appreciate you guys. It is now time to go out and do something positive and be positive.